We have all had painful events in our lives that can lead to depression, anxiety, addiction, or broken relationships. But here's a secret. It is not about what happened to us that causes suffering. It's the stories we believe about ourselves. Join us as we shine light on how to rewrite our stories, avoid the shadows of shame, and travel along the pathway to joy, love, and connection. It's the Finding Peace Podcast with your host, Amazon best-selling author, Troy L. Love. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Finding Peace Podcast. For this season, we are trying something new. And my guest today would like to be referred to as Jules. She is a brave and courageous woman who allowed me to walk her through the Finding Peace worksheet in order to find a little bit more peace and joy in her life. So join me and Jules as together we try to find a little bit more peace. I've been let go from the last six years, uh, let go from two jobs and Mm. both kind of long-term jobs. Uh, One was nine years and one was four and a half years. The second job I was also like promoted, then demoted. Um, And then in the midst of all of that, I walked in on my partner cheating on me and I thought we were working through a one-time thing and it was not. Mm. So you you thought it, your partner had not been doing that anymore, and you found out that wasn't true. Um, just a lot of repeated infidelities and betrayals and promises to mm. change, and just changing his his method rather than than changing his behavior. <laughs> How long had you been with him? At the time, I think about three and a half years. At the first, the first discovery. Hmm. So now it's been like over seven. Hmm. So more time with him. Mm-hmm. And you're still with him? Yes. Got it. That sounds like a lot of pain. Yeah, a lot of rejection. Absolutely. What is it that you hope that doing the worksheet will do to help? Just maybe uh, work through my my thoughts a little bit more and um, see things a little more clearly, I guess. Yeah, beautiful. We always start out with the facts. And the facts are really, if you were going to boil it down to one sentence, uh, one to two sentences about what has happened, that I could watch on a camera. So it's it's not the story of what's happened, but really like what what would I see or what would I hear being said or what would I see someone actually doing? If you're going to put the if you were going to put that into one to two sentences, what would you say? So it it's not it's what you would see someone doing um i guess oh i don't so okay you're doing good you've lost two jobs 
in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? And yeah, I've fired from both of them. Yes, I've been fired from two jobs in the last 10 years. And I caught my husband cheating on me or my partner when he had promised that it was over. Does that, that make sense? Okay. Does that fit? Yep. Okay. Yep. If there was, if there's another aspect to it, like he has a, he has a 16 year old daughter and she kind of, she just hates me for no reason. Mm. And that kind of adds to all of it. I don't know if I need to add that in there too. Sure. How do you know she hates you? She says so. She tells everyone. Perfect. I mean, that's (laughs) sucky, but that's another fact. So, and my stepdaughter tells me she hates me. Oh God. I could watch that on the camera or I could hear her saying that. Mm -hmm. I could see that you were fired and uh, I could see that he cheated on you because you caught him. Okay. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. So those are the facts. Okay. So um, in less than 10 years, I was fired from two jobs. Uh, I also walked in on my partner cheating on me and he has continued um, behaviors of lying and infidelity and his 16 year old daughter tells me she hates me just like that and she doesn't want to live here okay beautiful that sounds so so painful so what attachment wound does that hit for you multiple obviously but uh, the biggest one would be rejection mm-hmm. um definitely loss betrayal and mm. abuse abandonment <laughs> neglect even really all of them <laughs> yeah all of them uh, have been bumped but really the rejection stands out pretty prominently yeah yep yep mm-hmm. how long have you had a rejection wound? Um, I would say it's, I've significantly noticed it since at least probably high school. Yeah. In teenage years, it's pretty common to be told by peers that we're not enough or there's something wrong with us or we don't belong. So that would make sense. If you were going to rate, sometimes when we're in the hospital, the nurse will come in and ask us to rate our pain on a scale of zero to 10. So if you were going to rate your rejection wound pain today, right now, on a scale of zero to 10, how, what would you say? Um, eight. Mm, pretty, pretty tender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for being here with me. Thank you. So it's not just the rejection, though, that hurts us. It's not the neglect. It's not the abandonment. It's not the betrayal. It's really what we've come to believe about ourselves because of those things that have happened. And there's three genres of core beliefs that can be created with these wounds. The first genre is the I am genre, which is me, like there's something wrong with me, my identity, I'm bad, I'm no good, I'm I'm dumb, whatever. The second is about safety or trust. I can't trust other people 
other people are undependable, people don't show up for me, that kind of thing. And the third genre is powerlessness. There's nothing I can do, no matter what I do, no matter how hard I try, it's just not going to work out. You could have all three, you could just have one, but as you think about that rejection wound being hit with these different situations that you've identified, what's the prominent core belief that shows up for you? Um, that I would say that that um, no one no one wants me around. Mm. No one wants me around. Yeah. And on a scale of one to seven, seven being absolutely true, how true does that feel to you? Eight. (laughs) (laughs) It feels unbelievably true, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you say that, when you identify that that's really the core belief that you got going on, there's some emotion that comes up for you. What emotion do you feel? I mean, all of them, sadness, yes, mm. mostly. Yeah. Sadness comes from a sense that you've lost something and it's probably not coming back the way you wanted it to come back. So what do you feel that you've lost? Um... Hope. Mm. Hope that anything will ever get better. Yeah. I mean, I had to, I haven't worked in uh, over probably like a year and a half, almost two years now. And Mm. so I had to voluntarily surrender my professional license. So I lost my career. I've lost my independence. What was your job? What was your job? I was a dental assistant. Mm. So you lost you lost your house, you lost your career. I lost yeah, and so I lost my independence. Um mm. I had to sell my home and move in with my partner because I couldn't maintain that with no income. Mm. So I lost my privacy, I lost my safety. You got, you have a lot of, you have a lot of loss that's also being hit, right? That's a huge loss wound right there. Yep. When that, when that loss wound gets hit, what do you end up believing about yourself? I'm a failure. Mm. And on a scale of one to seven. Seven being absolutely true. How true do you believe that one to be? I'm just going to go with eight. Straight eight. I'm I'm just a failure and I'm, and there's nothing I can do about it. No one wants me around. Yeah. Even if I, even if I got another job, it'd be another, how long before I get let go again? Mm. You're doing so good. Thank you.
breathe. So as we go and things get stirred up, one of the things that helps is to breathe in through your nose and then out through your mouth and breathe out longer than you breathe in. So if you, for example, if you breathe in through your nose for four seconds, breathe out for six. Thank you for sharing this with us. Yeah. All right. So we got some sadness, lots of sadness, and we got these really powerful negative core beliefs that have come from loss and rejection. And then you may or not may not be familiar with these, and if you're not, that's okay. Um, there's some voices in our head that show up to try and help us out with all of this pain, and I call them the shadows of shame. And there's six of them. Who shows up the most? Um, I feel like I've kind of cycled through all of them. Like currently, probably the impotent one. Okay. So if you were, if I were going to record on a recording device what the impotent one says to you, what would the impotent one say? Um, it's hopeless I've already tried and failed um, there's that um, even I could go get another job but it's pointless. No one wants me there. Like, <sighs> no one wants you at work. No one wants you at home. <laughs> Breathe. No one wants you at work. No one wants you at home. No one wants you anywhere. Just give up. <laughs> mm. Your impotent one's not very nice. Nope. If you were going to take a picture of your impotent one, what would be in the picture? Um, like, uh, kind of like a little... It's that guy's name, Gobby or something, like the little oh golem, kind of like golem, yeah, yeah, like a little golem-like creature, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, so I want you to just look around where you're at, and I want you to point wherever in the room that you're at where golem is right now. Just point. Okay. And how far away is Gollum from you? Uh, a few feet. Okay. So just notice what it feels like to have the impotent one, Gollum, a couple of feet away from you. And just notice what your body does with that. And what do you notice? It feels threatening, imposing. Um, I'm like, I'm 
kind of on high alert. Yeah. So your body goes into fight or flight response with yeah. it sitting over there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do my best Gollum impression. Okay. <laughs> um, and I want you to just notice what your body does as you hear Gollum talking to you. You are not afraid and Nobody wants you. You should just give up. Um, well, it, it puts a spin of humor on it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes. What happens? Uh, it feels lighter. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. That's beautiful. <laughs> so it's already shifted the energy a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so you have this little green guy over there, little big old eyes, um, and it's telling you it's hopeless. When he says that, do you believe him? Um, in my head, yes. Um, when you impersonate him, no. <laughs> mm -hmm, that's right. So this is the beauty of what we do with these things. So we take it out of your head and we move it over there somewhere in the room. So that it's talking to us. It's not my my own mind telling me this stuff. Because it's really hard to like separate myself when I when I think it's me telling me this. But when I'm able to recognize, no, this is a shadow that's talking to me. And he looks like this little dude with a weird voice. And that's talking to me. Does that shift anything for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. It feels like what happens? It just feels less less imposing a little bit lighter um yeah mm -hmm. very good so already it's not as um doesn't feel as true right good we're gonna ask him a question first i want you to say to him hey impotent one i see you hey impotent one i see you and what happens to him when you do that? He takes a step back. Mm. Yeah. What's that feel like? Better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Now I want you to ask him a question. Hey, what wound, and we already know that it's loss and rejection, so what wound are you trying to prevent me from feeling or dealing with right now by telling me it's hopeless? What wound are you trying to prevent me from dealing with right now by telling me it's hopeless? What does he tell you? Rejection and loss. Yeah. So if you were his boss and he was trying to help you deal with rejection and loss, how long would he keep his job? Um, well, he's pretty good at it, so. <laughs> oh, he, he, he's pretty good at keeping you from feeling. No, you're right. The pain of he's loss and rejection. He's gone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's not very good. Not very good. Right. But he, but he's trying to help. Can you kind of uh, wrap your head around how him telling you that it's hopeless is trying to help? 
It's trying to protect me from further loss and further rejection. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, don't have, don't get your hopes up. Don't have any expectations. And then therefore you won't be disappointed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not true, but that's what he says. So what I, what I want you to tell him, even if you don't fully believe it, but I want you to just try it out. It's to tell him, thank you for trying to help you deal with the pain of rejection and loss. Thank you for trying to help me. What's it like to say that? Um, I don't really know how to describe it. It feels something positive, like, um, like he's being seen in the wrong light. Mm. Yeah, we shine some light on him. He's he's probably super uncomfortable right now. (laughs) Very good. So just breathe into that shift of energy and just kind of notice where you're feeling that shift in your heart, in your body. Where are you noticing it? Maybe my throat. Mm. That's really fascinating. I'll explain why in a second. So just notice that energy in your throat. And if it had a color, what color would it be? White. Mm. And if it had a texture, what texture would it have? Um, Kind of like gelatinous more. Not Mm. solid. Mm -hmm. And if it had a temperature, what temperature would it have? Mm-hmm. Lukewarm. Mm. And is this a positive feeling? Yeah. Okay, good. So I just want you to breathe into that. And I want you to ask that energy and your whole body a question. What is actually true about me? What is actually true about me? Just notice what your body and your throat is trying to tell you. I don't know anymore. Mm. Well, Gollum over there is telling you that nobody wants you. Is that true? No. What's true? That I'm a person and I'm worthy of love. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. Do you believe it? (sighs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe a teeny bit? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Say it again. I'm a person and I'm worthy of love. So just imagine that you hold that truth in your right hand. And then in your left hand, you have the story that the impotent one has been telling you, which is that nobody wants you and you're a failure. Which one has more energy? 
the right hand the one the hmm. not the ancient one yeah yeah, yeah. the truth <laughs> The okay. Truth. The truth usually <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> That's what you want to call it. Yeah. That, that, well, it is true, even if you not fully believe it. Um, okay. So just so just imagine that you let the the energy in your left hand go, and you just put that energy in your right hand, and you hold it near your throat, in your in your chest, and just see if. If you if you can breathe with every breath you take, every time you exhale, that energy just gets a little bigger, maybe like a millimeter bigger, just another millimeter bigger, and see if you can expand it just a little bit. Okay. It's glowing. <laughs> and what do you notice? <sighs> I'm a person and I'm worthy of love. <laughs> so awesome. You're awesome. Okay. So say say your truth again. I'm a person and I'm worthy of love. Yes, you are. Very good. Now, from that place, what do you need? I need to, to have relevance. I need acceptance. I need assurance. Um, uh, I need, I need autonomy, growth, um, and safety. Mm -hmm. You need all those things, yeah? Yeah. What's it like to just say that you need those? Um, a little bit of a release. Mm. And as you say it out loud, what's the impotent one doing over there? Um, he's grown uh, a little bit taller and brighter, like not so mean. Oh. Yeah, yeah. he didn't go away. He changed. <laughs> he changed. <laughs> he feels hopeful. That's really yeah. interesting. Very good. Okay. So you need acceptance. Let's just go down the list. You need acceptance. Where can you get it? From within myself. That's a really good place to get it. <laughs> and honestly, that's hard to do, especially when the shadows of shame are beating us up and telling us that we're unworthy and we don't deserve anything and, you know, we're not doing it right. It's really hard. When you connect with this white light inside and you say i'm a person and i'm worthy of love what happens to that that need of acceptance um it feels a little bit a little bit validated i guess yeah you're meeting it a little bit yeah you're accepting you right now. Yeah. So breathe into that and just let yourself accept you for a minute. Where else can you get acceptance? Um, 
My son. Mm, yeah. Did your son love you so much? Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand why. You're an amazing person. That's great. Where else can you get it? Within the within the support groups that I've been going to. Mm, yeah. Do the, any of those ladies just think you're amazing? A couple. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do your shadows say, well, they don't really know you, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we kind of just like say to the shadow, same thing again. Like, I see you. Like, I see you standing over there. And I got this lady over here, and she's telling me she she loves me and she cares about me. Again, we put those, we hold those in our right and left hand. Which one do I want to hold on to? Which one is serving me better? The truth. <laughs> yeah. The positive one. <laughs> I am a human and... Worthy of love. Yeah, there we go. Okay. You also need assurance that things are going to be okay. Where can you get that? Um, I guess uh, from within myself, again. What would you say to yourself? I would say um, even if life doesn't go as planned, um, you can get through it. Mm. Say that again. <sighs> Even if life doesn't go as planned, you can get through it. Mm-hmm. That's what you would tell your, your son if he was struggling, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it must be true if that's what you would tell him. Right. How's that feel? Hard. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, life does have its challenges, right? Yeah. You also have a need for growth and contribution. You want to feel relevant. Yeah. How can you do that? Um... I don't know. I used to get that met at work, I guess. Yeah, you did. I would imagine. Is it impossible to get your license back? Um, no. No. Is that something you want to do? I don't know. Yeah. Um. If, if, if you didn't need to worry about money and you were able to go to a job that you loved and the money was irrelevant, what do you see yourself doing? Um, art, some sort of artwork, I guess. Hmm. Are you an artist? I try to be sometimes. <laughs> well, you know, Yoda says you either do or you don't. There isn't trying. And especially as an artist, you just are an artist. Say, I am an artist. I am an artist. What's it like to say that? Mm. I don't know. Kind of a long last part of me. 
With the last one, the maybe it's a wonderful that you're starting to discover that part of you again. Yeah. So say it again. Well, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. And you're human and worthy of love. Oh. Well. What's it like to say all that? Oh, hard. <laughs> <It's> tiring. <laughs> well, because you um it's been easier, it's not necessarily easier, but those shadow voices have been so loud for so long, it's probably really hard to like completely lean into that truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it sounds like when you say it, it brings you a little bit lighter, makes you feel a little lighter, a little hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, overall, yeah. Okay. You also need safety and security. So... I want you to breathe into that truth. I'm a human and I'm worthy of love. I'm an artist. Just breathe into that. Notice where you feel that in your body. And just continue breathing into that and letting it just vibrate outside, getting bigger and bigger from your, from here all the way out. And then, how can you keep yourself safe? Um, I guess by uh, getting back my autonomy so I can um, make sure my environment. Mm-hmm. So if you can just do one thing this week to take back your autonomy even a tiny bit what's one thing you could do um Um, start getting, uh, getting my, my things. I have, um, I have some stuff that I was planning on kind of getting together to do some sort of Etsy shop or something like that. And I've just never gotten around to doing it. Okay. So are you willing to do that? Yeah. It's pretty, okay. um, um, I don't do some of get some of it together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're willing to get some stuff together to uh, create an Etsy shop? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to create it, but I'll get stuff together. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what, what would prevent you from just going one more step and creating your shop inventory mm. yeah you have to make some stuff yeah mm-hmm. okay so you're going to get some stuff together so you can make your Etsy shop is there someone in your life and you can just say their first name I don't mean their whole name is there someone in your life who you could make that commitment to and ask to help you keep yourself accountable. 
and don't see your partner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shoot! Probably. Who? I don't know. Um. You gotta pick somebody. Uh, uh, my friend Oni. Okay. So, when are you gonna tell Oni that you are gonna keep this commitment? Oh. And by when will it be done? By the end of the day. So you're gonna tell her by the end of the day. By the end of the day. And then, when? How long are you going to give yourself to get this stuff together? A week. Okay, good. So a week from now, um, tell Oni that you want her to check in on you and say, hey, did you get it done? Okay. Does that sound good? Yes. All right. Take a deep breath. Notice what has shifted for you in just the last 40 minutes? Um, it feels, I feel lighter. I feel like I can um, breathe a little more easily. Mm -hmm. So how can you remember, especially when your stepdaughter tells you, I hate you. How can you remember that you're a human and you're worthy of love, even if she is not in a space where she can give that to you. Um, can write it down. Yeah. Write it down, put it on sticky notes, stick it everywhere, stick it in your car, stick it on your mirror. <laughs> I'll write it on my mirror. Mm -hmm. And really nice lipstick, you know. <laughs> Dry erase works great on mirrors. Oh, that's it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. So say it one more time. I am a person and I'm worthy of love. Yes, you are. When you tap into that, it will open up your mind. It will lighten your heart and it will help you see the path of where you want to go now. And what do you want to do? You don't have to tell me today. Like, like, just as you tune into that, it will give you the connection and the light to show you where to go. If we listen to Gollum, we'll just sit here and just, like he does, feel sorry for himself all the time and not do anything. But when we, we say, hey, I can see you're trying to help me. Thank you. Here's the truth. I'm a human and I'm worthy of love and I'm going to figure out how to get it. The universe will open up paths for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for your willingness to be with me today. Yeah. Was that helpful? Yes. Awesome. So we'll say it one more time <laughs> and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. I'm a person and I'm worthy of love. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You've been listening to the Finding Peace podcast. If you love the show or want to ask a question, let us know by going to FindingPeaceConsulting.com. There, you can also learn about the Finding Peace 5-Day Challenge. Remember to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss the next episode. And if you are listening on iTunes... 
please give us a five-star rating. It really does help other people find this podcast more easily. Thank you for spending part of your journey with us. And a special thanks to Johnny Porter for producing the show and AG Flux for the new background music. Copyright Finding Peace Consulting.